Everything is so tough these days. All the boys are back from the big war, all the girls are burning their bras, and it's impossible to find a parking spot at Makeout Point. What's a young, hip guy or gal to do to meet that special someone? Well, we've got the answer for all you lonely creeps and freaks at home. Coming at you live from the TGOFE studios in Gregel, California, it's a groovy new game show for all the cool cats in the years 1955 to 1979. We've got one lucky lady looking for love in all the right places, and three strapping fellas looking to be her Prince Charming. So let's sit down, strap in, and ask. So, you want to get fucked? Let's meet our contestants, a tall drink of water from Richmond, Virginia, the man who looks like we give it up for contestant number one. Contestant number one, what's something you like, something you dislike, and one fun fact about yourself? Uh, hi, I'm, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. You know, a lot of city folk from big cities like uh, Cleveland uh, think that, you know, being from the South means that I'm uneducated white trash, but <laughs> that's not true at all. I like the finer things in life, such as uh, Olive Garden and uh, Chipotle's, I believe it's called. I, I, I love all sorts of ethnic food, but uh, my likes and dislikes, uh, my likes are, uh, I, I like, uh, you know, I like sunsets, I like all sorts of southern things like biscuits and gravy, uh, my dislikes are uh, the New York Yankees, uh, New York Yankees, and it's not at all because I am uh, secretly from Boston. Very good to hear contestant number one, it seems like this will be a tough act to follow, but let's give it up for contestant number two, the big man from the Midwest himself. Contestant number two, what's one thing you like, one thing you don't, and one fun fact about yourself? Uh, one thing I like is that uh, I like uh, American football and also politics gambling, I'm actually pretty good at it. Uh, one thing I dislike is, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty open to anything, I got options. <laughs> And one fun thing about myself, uh, I am 6'7". Uh, 6'7", six, seven. Six, seven. wow. We are really giving our bachelorette a run for her money. Oh boy, how is she going to pick between these hunks of man? Alright, let's move on to contestant number three. Contestant number three, the tech billionaire from Philadelphia. Contestant number three, tell us one thing you like, one thing you don't like, and one fun fact about yourself. A fun fact about me is that I can't stop wiggling. <laughs> I, I have a, a horrible medical condition. And because of that, I have to be constantly in motion. My likes are um, the hope that I can take a break once in a while. And my dislikes are um, tacky people. All right, so it seems uh, like this is mostly going to be a contest between the first two contestants. But let's see if contest number three can pull it out. And now let's go over to our lovely Bachelorette. Bachelorette, tell us what these boys are playing for. What do you want them to know about you? Well, hi, my name is Hessa. I live in the Big Apple, tall Sodom herself, the 400-pound town, New York City, in an area called Dimes Square, which you might have heard of, because um, I'm like one of those types of girls. Annoying. Um, yeah. May I ask you, madam, is it because you yourself are a dime? Hey, hey mm. save it for the questions, buddy boy. At the point for us. He I'm is like cheating. <laughs> All right, let's not get ahead of uh, ourselves. Keep go keep on going, Hassa. My likes are sexy, sexual men who aren't afraid to be a little dominant and aren't afraid to um, be mean to me or uh, belittle me a little bit. And my dislikes are um, my dad. <laughs> well, it seems like we have a lot of the former and not very much of the latter on this show, so you should be pleased as a plum. All right, contestants, are None you... None of them are my dad? Not that I know of. Okay. Unless the wiggly guy is. I did not do a background I, check. I, I may have fathered a, a bastard scion at some point or another. All right. Okay, well... Let's hope this coincidence was not going that far. Contestants, are you ready to answer some questions to impress our lovely bachelorette over here? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm not a... Sir, I'm straight up a woman. Yes, madam. I'm not straight up anything. Yeah, you are. You are pretty wiggly. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's making me viscerally uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I thought you just had the Michael J. Fox disease. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, this is Parkinson's we could deal with. This is this seems like it should not exist within the material plane. I, I have to ask, there's been all sorts of news reports of this new thing called, uh, I believe it's called Grids, and I, I just, I don't want to contract any of that on this here dating show. And I think that wiggly guy might have it. Contestant one, if you were to contract something, you would contract grits, because you're from the South. Contestants, are you ready to answer some questions? I think I would just like to say, contestant number three, I don't mind if you're wiggly. I've seen home movies. I, I'm fine with it. That is quite flattering. 
and I need some flattering because I can't stop moving. Oh. All right, Brendan, let's let's pack it up because we are actually moving on to the question portion of the game, which is the majority of the game. So I hope you guys are ready to strap in. Contestant number one, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Or sir, or ma'am. We've already clarified. Contestant number one, are you ready to answer a question? Uh, yes, 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 mom. Yes, mom. Very good. Contestant number one, you're taking our lovely contestant out on the perfect first date. Where are you taking her? Well, uh, I'd reckon I'd take her to uh, a very romantic, uh, very romantic date at some type of a, some type of sports game. I'd figure, you know, uh, you know, Miss Hessa. Uh, I, I am not one for uh, for Yankee sports myself, but you know, if 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 you had to cross the Mason Dixon, uh, what team would you be rooting for? If I had to cross the Mason Dixon, and I'm talking if I'm at gunpoint, which is the you only very, way you can get me. With some of these men, you very well might be by the end of the night. They're pretty weird. Well, I think my teams that I love are. I really like the New York Mets, and oh, fuck, I'm, fuck you, you piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Goddamn Red Sox! Fuck you! Go Sox! Go Pats! Sorry, madam, that was uncouth of me. I would love to take you to a New York Mets game. That's okay, that was kind of hot. But I really like the New York Mets, and I really like, you know, Juventus in the Premier... In the... Not Premier League. The uh, Italian area. All right. um, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to say this is not the format of the show at all. If you've ever watched the show before... You answer the, we go down the line, they answer the questions, and then we move to The Bachelorette. It's not kind of like a conversation. <laughs> okay, well, if, if I'm correct, I'm the one who has to ask the questions. Sure, granted. We're, they were kind of doing a take on that old dating game, but we're still trying to have some form of structure here. Okay. Uh, you can move on to me if you want to I would love to move on to you, Contestant 2. Contestant 2, same question. You're taking our lovely contestant out on the perfect first date. Where? Are you taking her? Well, I mean, you know, if it's first date, you want something a little more casual. I was thinking maybe like a pricier premium barcade. That could be uh, that could be pretty fun. I don't know. Something, something like, you know, it's the first date. You don't want to, you don't want to take a big risk, take big jumps. You want to ease into it, get to know each other as people. Very pragmatic contestant, too. Mm -hmm. Contestant number three, let's move to you, and then we will see which one of our contestants, the lovely bachelorette, is feeling the most heat towards. Contestant number three, same question. You're taking our lovely contestant on the perfect first date. Where are you taking her? Well, as a tech billionaire, I understand how amazing it feels to win. And for that reason, I would take you bowling. Because, as you may have guessed, I don't have the best precision. Therefore, you would win every game and feel amazing about yourself. And I would make you feel like the most perfect bowler in the world. And then we would go fight Aunt Mary's team in the back alley. Those bastards. Okay. Well, see, I feel some lore in, behind this. Uh... Maybe we will dig that up over the course of the episode. We've got time. All right, Bachelorette, which of our three contestants are you feeling the most on their date location? Mm. I like the bowling idea. As a, a dainty young lady, I do have to say that it would be very difficult for me to bowl in heels. And also that I like to play bowling with the bumpers up, which I feel like the wiggling would give you a maybe even an advantage in that, because I feel like the ball would go back and forth really, really fast from both, uh... You underestimate the speed of my wiggling. I do. I do. Wow, okay. he's insanely wiggly. I'm, I'm straight up uncomfortable looking at contestant number three. You can't see him, Bachelor. I can't see He's I, really, he's really kind of a nightmare. I do not God anymore. I'm picturing John one of Cena the, is my father. I'm picturing the, one of the creatures from Jacob's Ladder that's peeking out from behind the, the taxi, that one part in the movie, remember? <laughs> He is made of curves and angles, alien to our world. H.P. Lovecraft, if he saw this guy, would be having a field day. Okay, Is, well, is the contestant some type of color? I wonder if anything else is curved or angled on this contestant. All right, keep it, keep the saucy talk down to a minimum, Missy. Let's Have you ever watched one of these shows? Because that's all it is. I know, I'm saucy. straight up. 
playing along. I'm being a fun host right now. I'm trying I'm my sorry. very hardest. I'm sorry. It's totally fine. It's, it seems like I'm being shitty because of this tone of voice I do, but straight up, it is an obligation my job. Contestant. I also know what it's like to be cursed. <laughs> Contestant number one, are we ready for our second question of the night? Yes. Contestant number one. Yes. Our lovely contestant can't decide where to go to dinner. What type of cuisine are you suggesting for a nice night home? Well, there's got to be one thing since we're down in Virginia. Uh, we got we to gotta have some biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. It's nice and tasty. You know, lots of gravy, lots of buttery sausage gravy. And then after that, I can bring you home some nice, some nice Dunkin' Donuts. I think, I think that's the perfect, perfect meal for you. No baked beans at all? Uh, baked beans are more of a more of a third date type thing. I, I look, you seem like a nice enough lady, but I don't I don't trust you yet. I don't trust you there quite yet. But we can get there. What about clam chowder? Well, that that sure does seem like a Yankee food, but uh, I I do I do think that I could whip you up in fine clam chowder for a beautiful woman like you. Okay, because I once got really bad food poisoning from the clam chowder at the Rainforest Cafe in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Did I? I did not realize the Rainforest Cafe served clam chowder. You learn something new every day. Again, not really a conversation. What? <laughs> you would think they should have. They don't have clams in the Rainforest. <laughs> I, th- I think if anything, if anything year, it should have been gorilla chowder. Contestant number two, same question for you. Our lovely contestant just cannot make up her mind about where to go to dinner. Broads, am I right? What type of cuisine are you suggesting? Well, she mentioned, you know, Italian earlier. That sounds pretty good. I, I love me some spaghetti. Uh, I also, I would also like to point out that, uh, you know, as, as, as the narrative of the group, I keep my uh, car full of uh, Mountain Dew and Doritos, so we can snack on those on the way there. Don't want to get too full, of course. Okay, so we would just eat some Mountain Dew and Doritos on the way to, th- to have dinner at an Italian restaurant. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what the Italians call a... Aperti- no, aperti- I think aperitif actually comes in after, so I guess just like I think an appetizer. I think I'm thinking of an appetizer. I think I'm literally thinking Andy of the pasto word appetizer. Is, Contest- we call it antipasto. I see. On the Contestant number I'm three. Italian. I've yep, you've made that very plain. Aperitif is also yeah. one of them French queer words too. I think I should point out it, it ain't Italian. Straight up, I'm going to call security if this keeps being a conversation. <laughs> I I do not know I do not know what else I can say to make this go smooth. Contestant two, have you seen Andor yet? Contestant number three, <laughs> same Again, question. You're to be a good sport here. Move on. Contestant number three, same question to you. Our lovely bachelorette cannot decide where she wants to go to dinner. What type of cuisine are you suggesting? I would invite her to eat my favorite foods, which include eel, noodles, and for dessert. Jello. Jesus Christ. To remind her of Everything is the wiggles with this guy. Very cool. Bachelorette, who are you looking at for this round of questions? I mean... It's really... It's very difficult. You'll never guess my favorite band. <laughs> I, think, I think I might be able to. I don't know. I have very eclectic taste. Okay. <laughs> I think, um, I think contestant number, I don't know, it's a toss-up for me between contestant two and contestant three, because I do love oh, my shucks. my native cuisine of Italian food, but, um, also the, you know what, I think I'll go contestant number two, just because the, it sounds like a really weird combination of three foods. Well, no, no, well, and okay, okay, okay. Seems- I was just... I, I, I would just like to say, I was clarifying, I just keep my own car always full with that, you don't have to eat them okay. if you I keep my car full of chili, in case that's a deciding factor. I'm sure it's, it's kind of... You know of... what I keep my car full of? Emmys, because I know how to run a TV show. <laughs> Please, I know what I'm doing, I've been doing this for nigh on 23 years. This might be a very, Sorry. this might be a very niche reference, but, um, Madam Host, are you secretly part of the CIA? Straight up, I would not put it past me. <laughs> All right, contestants, are we ready for the next question? Yes, ma'am. Contestant number one, what's your favorite movie that came out in the year 2003? Ah, uh, 2003. Uh, 
Did uh did the Departed come out in two thousand three? I don't think so, but let's see. Uh, I I think. Jeremy in info, can you check? Did the Departed come out in two thousand and three? It came out in two thousand and six, in fact. Ah shucks. Well, whew, This puts me on. This awfully puts me on the spot. Um. Uh, well, I think then my favorite... This awfully puts you on the spot? Yeah, I think then in, uh, 2003, my, my favorite, uh, my favorite movie in 2003 was, a was a rerun of a Dallas episode I caught on, uh, on my nephew's TV set. So, yes, uh, uh, we'll watch some reruns of Dallas. That's the only thing I can offer you, madam. Um, oh, host, I, I, I have a question for this contestant, if that's okay. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> Contestant number one. Yes, yes. Sir. Um, is, you don't have a TV set of your own. You have to watch your nephew's TV set. Uh, no. Uh, and your nephew is watching a Dallas rerun. <laughs> uh, yes, my my nephew's a very strange boy. Uh, we had we had him <laughs> locked up last year, but uh, uh, no, I have recently purchased. Uh, I purchased my nephew's TV set from him. Uh, after he went to jail, and uh, we it, it is a it is a 16 inch uh, 16 inch screen, and uh, we've got a VHS player, I believe it's what it's called, and Betamax, and we've got every single episode of um, the the Twilight Zone and Dallas. My my nephew only watched those. Again, strange boy, threw him threw him in a cell, locked threw the key away. As far as I'm concerned, he can burn in hell with the rest of them. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the key away. That's very interesting. Thank you, man. Question number two: What's your favorite film that came out in the year two thousand and three? Well, this is an easy one. I don't even have to fight with the Oscars. The best picture is, of course, Return the extended cut of Return of the King. What else was? You know what? Very solid one. I forgot that came out in the year two thousand and three. Okay. See, I'm looking at a list right now, actually, and I. Contestant number three: The year two thousand three. What's your favorite movie that came out in it? Well. I was initially going to say Too Fast, Too Furious because it reminded me of my shaking, but then I realized School of Rock came out that year, and that's a funny movie, so I'm going with that. All right, contestant three. Very good answers. Bachelorette, who are we looking at this round? Okay, well, first of all, for the record, I would like to state that my favorite movie from 2003... Um, Judging by this um, list that I'm looking at right now, um, which oh, there's more of the list. That I are we are we allowed to have our phones out? Eh, well, I have you? my computer out. Um, I think my favorite movie from that year, a court of these movies that I'm looking at right now, is probably Something's Gotta Give, starring Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton. And I I think that if I'm being completely honest. I like the two towers better. Mm. I did, be honest, I did like contestant one's impulse to choose the departed first. So we go with so, contestant one this round. Yeah. We, it's All right. neck and neck between our three lovely boys. So let's see if any of them can pull ahead as we move on in this competition. Hang on, can I ask one question? Go for it. Contestant three, are you Tyrese Gibson? No. Okay, I, I kind of was holding out hope because you said too fast, too furious, and I was like, okay, if it's if it's no, Tyrese, the then... oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, no, it's, uh, one, I don't think Tyrese Gibson is from Philadelphia, and two, I don't think he wiggles constantly. Well, they could use CGI to fix something like that. That would improve his scenes in the later films. All right, let's move Wait, on. Wait, Master to... and Commander, Master and Commander also came out in two thousand three. So. Master and Commander oh. also came out in two thousand three. While we're just saying our favorite movies that came out in the year 2003, mine was Grind. Kind of a weird choice. I thought it was a good movie. Is that the one with Christian Slater? No. Never seen it. No, that's the... I mean, he might have been in it. That's It's the skateboarding one. What year did the movie Stick It come out? I don't actually know. Let me look it up. Came in the year 2006, just like The Departed. Now, contestants, are we ready for our next question? Yes, I'm I mean, yes. are we ever? Uh, you know what? Straight up, I've been asking the same question. But I will throw that next question to you right after a message from our sponsors. You're a hard worker, a real go-getter, a man on a mission. You're going places in the world. We can see that. So why can't your special someone 
Martini made with self-pop packs twice the punch of the competition. And when you get home, you will too. Knock around a little bit. That roast beef won't be burned the next time. Remember, whether he's cutting loose in the office or showing the old ball and chain what for, men drink better with Southpaw. And we're back. Contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Uh, yes, um. You're meeting our lovely contestants, lovely parents for the first time. How do you make a good first impression? Well, uh, the first thing I do is I take off my, uh, my big 10-gallon hat and I uh, offer it to them. And uh, next thing I do is uh, I kneel down and kiss them both on the hand. And uh, like a you know, certain sports icon does, if, if they have a son or daughter, I might have to kiss him too. But anyways, uh, after that, you know, we'll sit down and have a lovely dinner. And I'll, I'll simply tell them, like, your daughter, your daughter, her hand in marriage, never been more secured, okay? My family's plantation, you know, it will pay dividends for decades to come. She'll never have to work a day in her country-ass life again. So I think that she's made the right impression. I think, I think she's made the right choice. Very good. Contestant number hey, one. It's, it's interesting that you, you would have to ask my parents if they have a son or daughter that you could kiss uh, after meeting them. I mean, we know they have at least one, but I think he's just trying to be conscientious of any brothers or sisters. Any extra brother, sons or daughters. A young, I think. Contestant number two. Yeah. Same question to you. You meet our lovely contestants. Oh, so lovely parents for the first time. How are you making a good first impression? Probably show up wearing a bow tie, Ooh. you know, sharply dressed, real fancy. It's really that. I don't know, you know, do standard stuff, take them out to dinner, be polite, pay for pay for stuff. You know, it's just pretty standard stuff. Very classy, Actually, very classic. It's surprisingly normal. <laughs> yeah, a surprisingly normal answer from contestant two, contestant number three. Same question to you. You are meeting our lovely contestants, parents, a vision of loveliness from their hometown. For the first time, how are you making a good first impression to these lovely people? Um, I'm going to have to think about this. Let's see. Parents. This guy with a fucking voice. Every Parents. Person. Every fucking answer. What? Nothing. No, continue. Keep thinking about it. <laughs> uh, well, first, I would tell them how honored I am to be uh, dating their daughter. That she accepted me into her life with open arms. And then I would point out the fact that I've got a lot of fucking money. You know what? That is a very solid trump card that I do not know how our other contestants are going to play against. Bachelorette, who are you thinking this round? Well, I think that my parents might finally love me if I bag a man with some cash. So, I think, um, you know, I might have to go contestant three. Contestant number three, pulling him head by a hair. Let's see if the other boys can catch up. Contestant contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Ready as I'll ever be. Our lovely contestant walks into the room and says, Oh, my belly hurts so bad. I would say tummy, actually. My tummy feels like I ate a bunch of poison. How would you treat her bad, bad belly ache? Tummy ache. Tummy ache. I think that in, in cases like these, uh, you know, look, this is a Southern tradition and city folk don't look too kindly on this, but it's the only proven thing that works as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, up, up north they try and tell you, oh, you just got to take one of them uh, Advils. Yeah, that sounds a lot like devil to me personally. Uh, but I think what you have to do in a case when a woman, uh, woman's got her, you know, acting real funny, got her humors up, you just got to kick her in the stomach as hard as you can. You just, you just do that once and it fixes everything. That's what we did for my niece. Now, now, granted, we did also have to lock her up a couple years later. But, you know, her tummy never hurt again. So, I think you gotta, you gotta put on, you gotta put on the tummy ache boot. Put it on. We got one in our family. It's got our crest on it. You just kick him in the stomach as hard as you fucking can. And that's all you do. You gotta Bachelor pretend like you're Tom one, Brady. Bachelor number one, um, can you describe what a tummy ache boot looks like to me? Uh, it's, it's real, it's a real fancy like, you know, I, I know that you were worried about the whole money situation. It's, it's real fancy. You know, we've got a ivory platen on the boot. It's a, it's real fancy and we just, you know. Marv, straight up, I, they're not fucking listening. I, 
can you get me out of this contract tomorrow? I, I swear to Yeah, God, and anyways, tight. you just, you know... I've been, try, I've been trying it's real, to make it's real work gentle. for the longest time, we've and been, all like this. We've been it's passing it down for... I don't know what I'm Passing it down for, like, you know, a couple generations, and... Okay, real I fancy, realize I'm in this it. for five years. It's, you just kick them. It, it's not... I, I and it hurts. I won't pretend it don't hurt, but you'll never have another tummy ache again. It's not... It's like brand and a horse. I will pay. Th- I will pay them the fucking fees. I will pay them my back pay. It's fine. I just. You have a brand a horse there, Missy. Contestant number two. Let's ask the same question to you. My friend and his cousin branded each other. <laughs> Contestant number two. Our lovely bachelorette walks into the room and says, "Uh, my tummy hurts so fucking bad. Oh, my tummy feels like there's a bunch of knives in it." Wait, wait oh. can I do it? How would you treat her oh, bad, bad tummy? tummy? Oh, my tummy. Oh, oh. <laughs> Contestant number two. How are you treating her bad, bad tummy ache? Look, I, I, I think uh, most, most bad, really, really bad uh, bathroom problems can be treated with the same simple way. Lock them in the bathroom, leave them alone with the toilet and the medical supplies, and if that doesn't, don't feel better within 30 minutes, take them to the doctor. Look, sometimes you just have really, really mean shit. You ever have a mean shit? I have a mean shit all the time because all the Doritos I eat. It's not fun, but you can get through it. I see. I see. Contest number two. Contest number three. Same question to you. Our lovely bachelorette walks into the room and says, Oh, my fucking tummy hurts so fucking bad. Oh, it feels like I swallowed an angry animal whole and now it's in my tummy. Oh, how are you treating her bad, bad tummy ache? Well, usually these kinds of things are caused by uh, gas. So the obvious solution here is for me to pick her up and simply apply vigorous, you guessed it, motion in order to burst the gas bubble. Anything past that, 911. Anything past that, 911? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Like the guy who was in a wheelchair just kept talking about his fucking legs. It's every, it's every answer with this guy. All right, Bachelorette, who are we thinking for this round of questions? I have some follow-up questions. Bachelor number two. Yes? You would just lock me in there? Well, I wouldn't knock you in there, but I feel like, you know, you, you can sort things out. You're an adult. You know how to use the bathroom. Look, it's just, it's, it's, it's more of a, a, a trust thing. You know, you got medical supplies, you got toilet. If things get bad, of course, I'll take you to a doctor. But I, you know, I'm just going off of my personal experience. Your personal experience. You what, um, I'm in the bathroom. I'm locked in there. Or not locked, but I am strongly <laughs> secured in there, um, through, uh, certain You've means. been contained, I uh, think is the terminology. I've been, yeah, contained. Thank you. Um, what are you doing during that time? Uh, look, I'm, I'm just looking at, well, first off, you know, look, I want to disappoint you. I'm looking up where the nearest doctor's office. If this doesn't work out, I will, of course, take you. I just think we should try my method first because it's a little cheaper, okay. you know? Just make sure. All right. That's, you know. All right, contestant number three. How, yes. Is it, is it difficult for you to call 911? Like, oh, yes. With your, oh, <laughs> Okay. But thankfully, you know, t- these days they've got the, you know, the home assistants, like Siri. Can so. they understand you? Uh, if I if I speak very, very slowly. Okay. Okay. I think I understand. But you will I eventually. Think... Yeah, eventually. Okay. See, I think um, a, a cool thing you might want to like to try, contestant number three, and this is me flirting with one of the contestants a little separately, but contestant three, have you ever tried putting your iPhone in a paint can shaker? Um, and then, so that it syncs up with your motion? I, I am fascinated to hear how this is flirting. That is an extremely practical uh, thing for me to do. How to try that. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, are we ready for our next round of questions, yes, boys? I'm a girl. <laughs> I, you're not answering the questions. Am I answering the questions? I'm focusing at I'm focusing at the boys because they're the I'm ones answering the questions. I, I'm just trying to annoy you. Straight up, you did not have to tell me. <laughs> Contestant number one, are you ready? Uh, yes, yes. Describe 
for our contestant, the shape and feeling of your scrotum as it lays gently in her lovely hands. Uh, uh, look, miss, one time, uh, one time when I was up north for, uh, for one reason or another, uh, you know, we, we had to get a, we had to get a possum out of a, out of the deep end of a pool, and, uh, look, it was a, it was a real ugly sight, you know, that thing, like, you, you could just took, lo- took one look at that thing, and you could tell that damn thing suffered in there. That, that thing was probably pregnant, like, it, it was probably had babies that was about ready to pop out before it hopped in the deep end of that damn pool, and, uh, I don't know what they do up north, but we, we, uh, we couldn't even stand to give it a burial, we just, we just kicked it off, we kicked it off our property lines, and that was the end of that, but, uh, yeah, uh, anyways, I think that's about what it feels like. I see, I see. Contestant number two, same question to you. Describe the shape and feeling of your scrotum as it lays in our lovely contestant's manicured hand. I mean, you know, if it's in your hand, it's probably pretty hard, I figure. You know, it's like seven inches. You don't know too bad. The scrotum? I thought you were talking that's about the scrotum. That's, in the, that's a huge scrotum. Straight up, you should get that checked by a doctor. Yeah, you're a freak. Oh, the scrotum. Oh, no, no, no. Three and a half. Three yeah, and that wiggly guy's looking awful normal now. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's the freak show. Straight up, are you a, Straight up, because I know you love video games and shit, are you a tanuki? <laughs> do, do we have. That's, that's do really we have, like, crazy. medical staff on site? Because that thing might be ready to pop at any time. I would now. like to say, I, I, would, do, like, I would like. Are, we do. They are dude. all for me. Straight up, I will not let I'll, you guys. I'll, I'll, I will not let any of you freaks into my personal medical staff. I would just like staff. to clarify that I misunderstood the question. Now move on to number three. I. If you can describe to me how you misunderstood the word scrotum. <laughs> I thought you were fancying up for TV, okay? That, look. Look, I, I thought, you know, I would be a little more professional and, and not describing, like, your normal day. No, it's, it's, it's normal. That's all I gotta say. Contestant number normal. three, same question to you. Describe for our beautiful, lovely bachelorette. The shape and feeling of your scrotum as it lays and in I her. And I am beautiful. And she is very beautiful. You can't see her, but she's a straight-up dime. She is drop-dead gorgeous. But describe for our complete baddie of a bachelorette what your scrotum would feel like. The size, shape, and feeling as it lays softly in her hand. Hang on, I have to recalculate my answer. I was not aware that my bachelorette was a quote-unquote baddie. She's <laughs> really fine. Like she's like a nine out of ten. It's crazy. Reworking answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you, wait, are you a robot? Okay. Master number three, are you a robot? <laughs> you have to answer, or it's entrapment. Are you a robot? I, I kind of tell him a damn paradox. <laughs> see of. the thing. See the thing is, when I got so rich, I decided to slowly start replacing my body parts with uh, robot parts. Uh, okay. The wiggling is a side effect of the okay. procedure. Oh, so this isn't something you were born with, you just kind of did this to yourself. No, I did it to myself because I wanted to. We're learning a lot of fascinating lore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, my balls. Yeah, these things are not laying gently in anyone's hand. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Um, as soon as they make contact with your skin, it will feel like they are trying to escape. Uh, like, you know, like, uh, when you go to a car wash and, like, the... Yeah, what you call it? Those like big rags, are just like flooping back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's like those. Okay, okay. I I do have some follow up questions. Um, bachelor number one. Um, why why did you have to qualify that you were up north when you were at a pool where a possum was in it? Uh, I feel like you were lying, and I I feel like that's a lie that you don't. No, no further questions. Bachelor number two? No further questions. Yes. Your scrotum is seven inches and hard as a rock. I I just want to know. (laughs) I'm a dumbass. Let's move on. I misunderstood the question. I apologize. No, he he didn't. He didn't. Uh, Anything to take off the heat off the. Anything to take the fire away from his. (laughs) Straight up mutant scrotum. No, right. Oh, okay. More of a plantation type thing, but you know. Look, look, okay, I see you want to follow the rules every time yes. except when I want you to. Okay. It's quite nice. I've been, I've been good all game, and now you're, you're calling attention to me. Can't we move on to this Sorry, I'm just straight up still in shock about the facts that have been unearthed about your scrotum. I'm a dumbass who didn't know what the word scrotum meant. Happy? 
Can that bachelorette? Bachelorette. I'm, I'm very satisfied. Yeah, I think who's contest, winning this round? Contestant number three wins this one because I think. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think like if if that's the case with the scrotum, then you know maybe when we're making whoopee, which is something they say on these types of dating shows all the time from this period. Of For time, sure. Yeah. And the contestant's cock will be like crazy, like a vibrator or, so, or like a, you know, crazy I am a dildo human vibrator. Type Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I can't fault your logic there, contestants. Are we ready for another question? Yes, um. Contestant mm-hmm. number one. Our lovely bachelorette is bitten by a Dracula. Now, she is a creature of the night, stalking all who draw breath with a deathly animus that the living can barely imagine. How do you keep yourself safe? Uh, well, I, I, carry, a cro- I carry a cross necklace at all times. Uh, don't, don't inspect the necklace. There's a, there's a couple of logos on it that, uh, you know, strictly, strictly from family up north. But anyhow, uh, you know, I keep a cross necklace on me, and listen, ma'am, you're a lovely woman. And I mean no harm against you, truly. I would like nothing more than to make you some biscuits and gravy and take you to the finest sports game you've ever seen. But if it's me or you, and you turn into one of those forbidden creatures of the night, I'm afraid I'm going to have to stick it right in your heart. And I'd hope you do the same to me. Because being a Dracula is a fate worse than death, and you can, you can believe me there. Contestant number two, same question. Our lovely contestant is bitten by a Dracula. Now she is a creature of the night. She stalks all who draw breath with a deathly animus that the living can barely imagine. How? Do you keep yourself safe? Well, I mean, the rules of what works on vampires, it doesn't work on vampires. It's not very consistent, so I don't know how good my answer is. But I'm going to keep it simple and just say garlic bread for every meal. That sounds like an easy answer. It'll, you know. See, that appeals to my Italian roots a little bit. I thought you might. That's number three. Same question. Our lovely bachelorette is bitten by a Dracula. Now she stalks night with a deathly animus that the living can barely imagine. How? Are you keeping yourself safe? Well, I actually thought about this, and it's part of the reason why I uh, started the robot procedure, uh, so that my consciousness will be transported to a being that uh, has no flesh, therefore no blood, therefore uh, I will remain completely safe uh, from my lovely uh, vampiric wife. Very interesting. Whoa. Bachelorette, who are we feeling this round? Well, the wheels are turning in my mind now, and now I'm imagining a movie that's kind of like, I don't know, like a Dracula woman with a robot guy. Oh, and I'm thinking that that's... that would be a pretty cool movie. But Straight up, hit up Marv like after this, the episode is done taping. We can absolutely sit down and start writing that. I, anything to get me off of this fucking show. <laughs> but isn't that WandaVision? God damn it! Back to the drawing board, I guess. <laughs> is she a vampire? But I, no, but she's close enough. Oh, I man. think she is a vamp. I think she's canonically a Dracula. But I will say, my love of garlic bread is just too strong. So I've got to go with Bachelor Number Two. But before I do, I do have a question for Bachelor Number One. Um, you would mm-hmm. you said you would stab me with your cross necklace. I'm wondering how big it is. Oh, it's quite sizable, madam, if you, if you know what I'm I actually what I'm don't. Yeah. Can you specify you an actual... I realize we're not supposed to give you many physical details about our contestants, but I will say that it is about the size and perhaps not shape of that necklace that Flava Flav used to wear all the time. It's yes, it is. fucking enormous. Okay. You, literally, if big. I tried to wrap my hand around it, my fingers would not touch. If a, if a woman starts acting up, you know, starts turning into okay. one of the forbidden See, creatures of the night. The woman starts acting like Prince of Darkness. There's now, here, only one here's solution. a question that I have. I don't even know how he'd stab someone with it. I think mostly he'd just hit them over the head with it because it truly is the size it, of a forearm. It's more of a, it's listen, more of a plunge listen, in motion. There it's was more an a... interesting little slip that just happened because you before you said if a woman it becomes a creature of the night, you said if a woman starts acting up, which I think is very interesting... <laughs> Because it seems to imply that you will stab a woman in in the heart with uh, <laughs> just for being mouthy, reason straight up that... just for lipping off. Uh, I mean, that's a point in your favor, look, by the way. If, if, <laughs> I think it reminds me of my certain, dad. There are certain ways in which which a woman which a woman can mouth off, in which 
you know, there's a there's a Dracula threshold, you see, and if 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 a woman starts acting up in a certain way, I I, I start to I start to sense something, and if we hit that Dracula threshold while she's mouthing off. I mean, I just have to be more safe than All sorry. All right, and speaking of women mouthing off, let's go over to our sponsors. You're a hard worker. You keep a clean house, you've raised 2.5 beautiful children, even have time to buy all the newfangled appliances from the TV. But even ladies like us need a little help sometimes. That's why Dr. Holler is working in his West Virginia lab to bring us the newest advancements in feminine science. Fentanyl. With a formula ten times stronger than pentobarbital, this handy little medicine will make you feel like you're floating on a cloud. You can even marry an Irish and still get lippy. You won't feel anything at all. Ask your husband to ask your doctor about trying fentanyl today. Warning. Side effects include excessive sweating, dizziness, lightheadedness, caring about cartoons, wearing a baseball cap with a flat brim, matching with people from high school on tender during the holidays, and potential death. And we're back. Contestants, are you ready for yet another round of questions to determine who gets a date with this lovely, lovely lady? Yes. Contestant number one, how many times have you frauded with another man? And a follow-up, what's your favorite method of frauding? I don't know what that means. Let me describe it for you. Frauding is an act where two men, or two people with penises, I suppose, rub their penises together to create sexual friction. He's lying. He knows what it means. Homosexuality is a sin. He's lying. That's, that's my answer to that question. I it's see. Sin. Contestant number two, same question to you. How many times have you frauded with another man, and what's your favorite method of frauding? So, I, w- I would like to say that uh, the answer is, is unfortunately zero, but I am open to the possibility. Just just want to let you know that. I'm, I'm, I'm not... Uh, as for what I think, I mean, you know, both our hands seems like, you know, pretty romantic way of doing it, I guess. I see. I see. Very good answer. Contestant number three. Same question to you. How many times have you frauded with another man, and what is your favorite method of frauding? So... I only had to do it one time. Um, you had to. Had, to. had to is carrying a lot of weight in that sense. So, uh, I was out on a, I was on a hike with a, an anonymous benefactor, and uh, oh, I see. our compasses uh, didn't work. We got lost, and, you know, we had to, you know, keep warm for the night. Uh, and, you know, me with my... Uh, use a compass? Me with my, you know... This. Condition. Um, yeah. yeah, that's actually, you know what, contestant one, sorry to break in, that's actually a great point. You can use a compass? Uh, yeah. Can we get back to the story, please? Sure, go for it. I'm just, I'm, you know what, straight up, that, is, that is in my head with the scroll of information as things that I just cannot fucking process right now. <laughs> we have to keep warm for the night, and my benefactor pal, um, who was really starting to piss me off at this point, uh, had the bright idea that if my shaking dick rubbed up against his still dick, then the friction would create a fire. I don't think he realized that there was wood everywhere, or maybe he did. Um, but it did it did make a fire. Um, yeah, I gotta be so I gotta be careful when I'm uh, when I'm masturbating because I've I've lost. I've lost a couple apartments. Did your buddy achieve climax, though? Uh, he said he did. I wasn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to ask him. See, that's really interesting because usually you can tell, but um, so you just to follow up, you were camping with the bad guy from Mass Effect Two, um, yes. and you both of you had compasses. And neither compass was working. I'm just wondering where you were camping. Um, it's a it's a classified zone. Okay, classified zone. I, I got see. it. See, Bachelorette, who are you looking at this round? I'm like in contestant three. It seems like that's the obvious choice. I mean, survival of the fittest. I would like I would like to add that my my family camps out all the time in the badlands of a of a Dorchester, <laughs> Dorchester, Alabama. Okay. I, Straight up was not you know, the question. I don't know Your family doesn't Alabama, have fire so. dicks. The camping was just kind of ancillary to that question. I, I, I have nothing to add about camping, at least, if, if that 
you know, is relevant. Okay. <laughs> All right. Contestants, are we ready for another round of questions? How many rounds of questions are there? Yeah, Straight up, as many as it takes to get to like an hour and ten minutes. Okay. An hour and ten? Oh, God. This is the longest dating show ever. It's really fucking long. Contestant number one, are you ready for the next question? Contestant number one, are you there? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, the the uh, opi opium has been hitting around this time. I see, I see. It's like to kill a mockingbird for you, where the, the alarm clock goes off and then you start drooling. Did that happen in To Kill a Mockingbird? I'm not a fan of that picture for multiple reasons, but uh, yes, oh, it is okay, similar interesting. to that. <laughs> I'll just make a side note of that and not ask any follow-ups. <laughs> contestant number one. Describe the feeling our lovely contestant might experience while giving birth to your child. Hmm. Well, uh, if we can return to the possum, uh... Uh, you see... Why would you want to? Well, if you if you can return to the possum, uh, I, I told a little bit of a white lie there, in that, uh, while it was drowned and it was also given birth, uh, it, okay. it like, it was given birth, and I, I guess, I'm not sure how possum... I guess possums... that gives new meaning to the term, it's water broke. Yeah, and, uh... <laughs> Alright, I mean, it, we were mostly Ish. doing, like, you know, the... A after the fact work, you know, it, it was, it, but, so the details are unclear, but it seemed like it launched a couple possum babies all across the pool at my Hampton plantation, and, uh, yeah, we had to, we had to get that out with a fishing net, um, I think it would be about like that. I see, I see. Contestant number two, same question to you, describe the feeling our contestant might experience while giving birth to your child. Well, considering, uh, I'm not a fucked up mutant, I guess it would be normal. Well, you your scrotum-sized would beg to differ. Wow. <laughs> God damn it, I hate this fucking show. How much am I getting paid for this? Hopefully, hopefully enough to get Move that thing to removed. Contestant three, I've given my answer. I see, contestant number three. Same question to you. Describe the feeling our lovely bachelorette might experience while giving birth to your child. Well, first off, the pregnancy is going to be hell. Because it's going to be rough, yeah. I, I meant okay. to ask, is this like a chromosomal thing? What? Like, is this, is this like a chromosomal type thing, or did you, like, get this when you were five? He said he did this to himself did it to through myself. experimental technology. Oh, okay, so... If, you're, you, if, we're you remember, if we're keeping on track with the lore, he said he did this to himself by replacing parts of his body with robot parts. Ah, uh, okay, I, so would the, do you have, like, a little robot baby, or would it just... I don't know why one of the contestants is... Asking the other they yeah, be asking he's straight, me as an he intermediate. Up does not the know how to play on this fucking show. Okay, I think contestant number three, are you the devil? Uh, no, the devil works for me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so any child of mine would ideally uh, be intelligent enough in the womb to uh, start getting his wiggle on. Um, okay. And it's a, it's a boy. And so, uh, coming out would actually be, it would be quite the spectacle. So, y you know, what's the word? Uh, potential energy uh, is key okay. here. Uh, <laughs> basically, you know, you're, you're going to be... Are you drawing a diagram on a whiteboard right now? On um... uh, You can't yeah. see this. He's behind the curtain. Yeah, but... I, I feel like you're drawing... I mean, I can see it, it's, and I still can't see it. It's for the studio yeah, I'm, hearing the, I'm hearing the squeaking. <laughs> A huge equation. You've been writing a huge equation <laughs> yeah, yeah. this whole time. It mostly just looks like spaghetti. <laughs> the font is called ramen. But, so, the, the baby would, uh, would, uh, wither its way, riddle its way out. But it will have built up so much potential energy that, like, once it's out, it's gonna be just, like, swinging around by the cord. Like a, uh, like an elephant trunk. You know, just going at just okay. wear around everywhere. Like um, that woman who got rescued and the thing like spun around really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh beautiful. Um, okay. So that's what the birth is gonna feel like. Okay. Well, I have some news for the batch for the bachelors. Some unfortunate news. I I actually I actually cannot give birth because um 
for a reason that I would like to remain secret until we are in the bedroom and my life is at risk. I see. Well, I guess strike that last question. Do you still want to pick a contestant or is are we just kind of calling that one? Yeah, I think contestant number three because I think that, um, you know, Mr. Wiggle's getting all a the certain action. devil type spawn, like there's there might be some kind of mechanics in there that might um, help that work uh, for me in... We can build a robotic womb. Yeah, yeah, we could do All that. All right. See? Looks like contestant number three is running away with it, but can the other two catch up? It's anyone's game, but it looks like we're coming to a point where it's going to be very difficult for them to catch up. Contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Oh, God, this feels so good. It's uh, yes, anybody's yes, yes. game, but we are approaching a point where it will be difficult for anyone to catch up. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Mathematically so I, impossible. What do, uh, depends on how many more questions we do. Ma but Mr. Wiggle's got some stuff up on the board, and if I can make heads or tails of it, I believe that's what he's trying to say to us. I th very well maybe. He might also be writing in Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the secret to true love, but you have to read it like the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Yes. You've witnessed our lovely contestant in the middle of a terribly shameful act. So shameful that no man or woman of moral standing could possibly hope to describe it. So shameful that in less civilized times, the perpetrator may have been threatened with exile. Or worse. How do you continue to live with the vision of that reprehensible act? Uh, Holy shit. I've got a confession to make. I've got, I've got a confession. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We drowned the possum. We did it on purpose. <laughs> We just wanted to see something die. We just wanted to see the life go out of its eyes. I think that's what I'd do. I see, I yeah. see. So you just drown the contestant, I guess. You would drown me. Or, or her, or her, or her brood, or I don't know if if she has or like possum? if she's got or another possum. She's got like a niece or nephew. Like we could drown them too. Just something, something's got to go. We got this big ass pool and we never use it. Trim all the branches. I get it. Contestant number yeah. two, same question. You've witnessed our lovely contestant in the middle of a terribly shameful act. So shameful that no man or woman of moral standing could possibly hope to describe it. So shameful that in less civilized times the perpetrator may have been threatened with exile or worse. How do you continue to live with the vision of that reprehensible act? Uh, well, you see, I'm desperate. So, you know. <laughs> Does that answer your question? I think, I think you know what? Good. More than you would have expected, yeah. Contestant number three, same question. You have witnessed our beautiful, lovely, nine out of ten contestant in the middle of a terribly shameful act. An act so shameful that no man, woman, or child of moral standing could possibly hope to describe it with human words. So shameful that, were we living in less civilized times, the one who committed that act may have been threatened with exile, death, or even worse. How do you continue to live with the vision of that horrible, dastardly act? So, if I found my uh, beautiful, uh, lovely wedded wife uh, committing an act possibly even more uh, shameful than the horribly ableist uh, mannequin challenge, um, then I think... Do you know what the Clintons did to Seth Rich? I know. Yes. Yeah. Know what happened to Seth Rich? No, let's talk about it because I have a lot of theories about this. Um. All right. Well, you don't. They don't tell you. Everyone in Hollywood is a conservative, and that goes double for Gregel. All right. Well, before this uh, gets pulled from air, because uh, I just want to. Yeah, I would do what the, what we did to him, and uh, you're not going to ask any more questions. We. Okay. All right. Sounds um, great. Bachelor. You would do that. Okay, wait, you would do that to me or to someone else? If you did a horribly shameful act, uh, to you. Okay. What's the threshold, do you think, for a, sh a horribly shameful act? Oh, I don't think you have to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, I think a contestant, too, obviously takes this one. I would, the other two contestants said they would murder me, so I think contestant number two... I, said I, never said, I never said murder. No. Never said the M word. You never said the what word? I can't. You're shaking. Yeah, I, I heard N right there. Oh, no. Oh. Now I'm shaking and canceled. <laughs> you're shaking so, you're shaking so wait, fast wait, that which both word? halves of the M which, are combining. Which, which word? 
Oh, we don't. We can't. Settle down. The M word. We've said a lot of shit on this show. Please don't drop the N bomb. The the, we have a very we have a very long leash with the studio, but they don't like us saying that. What studio is that? The TGOFE studio in Gregel, California. And now before the next question, another word from our sponsors. Hey man, you're a hard worker. You spend hours under the hot sun waiting to hear the Grateful Dead play that that one. That one song they do with the, you know, with the... <laughs> yeah, you love that one. Well, we love that one too. And you know what'll make you love it even more, man? My buddy Roger knows a guy in a van in the parking lot who sounds some fresh Colombian grass, man. This stuff will send you to the moon, brother. So come on out, smoke a doobie, and... Uh, Oh man, what was I talking about? Is that Jefferson Starship up next? Oh man, I love that noise. Far out, man. I remember the last time I saw him play was in Sacramento. Man, I got so much trim that day. There were these two chicks, right? One of them was like a brunette. She had like a braid down her hair. One of them was like full blonde. She was wearing flowers over her ears. And man, they were uh, they were groovy chicks, man. It was uh, you would not believe the stuff they let me do to them, man. It was uh, it was it was a trip, man. It was. Uh, all right, contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Contestant number one. Contestant number one. Did his shit... Oh, that's... Uh, gah, gah. Oh, sorry. I, I had to use some Narcan. It's very funny, contestant number one. <laughs> contestant number one, are you ready for your next question? Y yes, yes. You've been married to our lovely bachelorette for 60 long years. She passes away suddenly from a bad fall in the shower. Describe your feeling as you watch your body, the body that took your seed, bore your children, and kept you warm at night, is lowered into the ground to be eaten by worms and maggots. I mean, I feel like I've talked enough about something dying in the water this this show. I, I think that I don't think I need to say my piece anymore on that. But I'd be I'd be awfully I'd be awfully you know awfully sad if you if you had to pass away in the shower, uh, take a horrible fall. It's it's just. You know, it's the worst thing that can ever happen, you know. that That's exactly what happened to 13 of my aunts and uncles. That's how they all went. And it's just, uh, it's terrible to witness. Can you describe your shower to me, contestant number one? What is the, um, what's it like in there? Well, you know, look, I'm a southern gentleman. Um, I, I like to enjoy, like, you know, a, a banana or two while I'm showering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I learned I learned this game up north. Uh, I don't go that often. I don't I don't cross the Mason Dixon that often. But I learned this game up north called uh, Marbles. And uh, you know, sometimes me me and one of my stepsons will play that in the shower. Uh, the, there's also sort of like a couple ball bearings that end up in there sometimes. But it's it's a real mm -hmm. spacious shower. You know, in order to fit a, a whole longboard in there, uh, it, it, you need a lot of space. And there so, often are longboards in there. Oh yeah, a whole lot of longboards. There's no okay. better place to keep a longboard than the shower. <laughs> I've heard I've heard that before. I, yeah, it's a southern saying. Another an old southern tradition is keeping the longboard. From Framingham, in the Louisiana. Mm-hmm. All right, mm -hmm. contestant number two. We don't have forever on this program, so contestant number two. Same question to you. You've been married to our lovely contestant for sixty long years. She passed away suddenly from a particularly vicious round of melanoma. Describe what you're feeling as you watch your body. The body that kept you company for most of your life and the body that you know better than your own is lowered into the ground to be eaten by worms and maggots. Uh, so one quick question. How old would I be in this scenario? How old are you right now? 24. You're 24 right now? Presumably you'd be like 87. In this scenario, okay, you're not. My, my brain's already... My brain's already gone from Alzheimer's dementia. I'm not feeling anything. Fair enough. Also, she might be cremated or have the body donated to science. You don't know. Don't be so judgmental. People can go a lot of ways. Can I interrupt? When has that stopped you before? <laughs> In this scenario, you are nine years old. That straight up, no, he isn't. <laughs> no, what? I just want to see how he'll answer. Uh, say something about a nine-year-old Brad. I get that you're trying to be funny. I'm this is an actual question for the dating show. Please don't take it in weird. Oh, this, it could, I'm trying to be funny, but this is for... Okay. All right. 
Well, I mean, if I was dating you a little bit, I think in that situation you'd be a pedophile. Contestant so, number yeah. three, straight up, do not say I'd the P-word. We are on TV. Please don't say the P-word either. M-word or the P-word. Penis? Not really for us. Penis? Penis! Contestant number three, are you ready for your question? The same as before, you've been married to our lovely contestant for 60 long years. She passes away suddenly from complications of heart surgery. Describe what you're feeling as you watch her body. The body whose crinkles and wrinkles and creases are like heaven to your mind and your fingers and your heart. Describe what you feel as that body is lowered into the ground to be eaten by worms and maggots. Hmm. Contestant number three, what are you feeling? Well, this was the only woman who ever accepted me for my, uh, for my wriggles and rides. And I'd be pretty heartbroken if she passed on suddenly. But at the same time, I will know that she will have given me all that she uh, was able and that and I will be eternally grateful for her love and affection. Also, I love worms. Okay, I, I was going to say, I have a follow-up question. <laughs> you wouldn't do anything weird? <laughs> what? No! Okay. Well, that's he seems like a genuinely think... good guy, despite <laughs> What kind of person do you think I am? God! I think you're the well, devil, Satan still. does work for you, so, you know. <laughs> what my employees do are not the responsibility of my uh, leading staff. Bachelorette, who are we thinking for this final round of the competition? Well, I think probably Bachelor number three, because Bachelor number one, you know, I can't really remember what he said because I took an edible earlier that's kicking in right about now. Bachelor number two, it seems like he's nine years old. At the time of the I swear uh, to question, God. which, and I'm not a pedophile, so I've, <laughs> I'm not going to, uh... If I had a nickel for every time I, I had to I say that. I went to Juilliard. Wait, didn't, didn't you also say that, uh, they, that they were married for 60 years? Yeah. So how do you be nine years old? I don't know, have you seen, um, Interview with a Vampire? I acted in an off-Broadway production with Vincent D'Onofrio. And I've been doing this for 23 Off Broadway years. for a reason, maybe. <laughs> Off Broadway for a reason, probably. Maybe you don't have the juice, but. Well, can we just end this, please? <laughs> I actually have to go. <laughs> Looks like someone doesn't want to get a special lady. I thought this woman was a vampire. Can I get. Can I. I, I can count. I know. She's not a vampire. From the house band, can I get a drum roll, please? The winner of our game tonight is... Contestant number three. Contestant number three. You and our lovely bachelorette will be sent to an all-expenses-paid trip to Wildwood, California. Yes. Oh, oh. It's all right. I have ascended. (laughs) (laughs) I have found true love and my many... Spirits inside have finally broken free. <laughs> That's all for today. Thank you folks so much for coming out. Hopefully they can find a replacement for me soon because I'm quitting this show. Have a good night and remember, you want to get fucked? Number one, coming from Richmond, Virginia, is a tall, lanky, wheat-shaped glass of water. Introduce yourself, contestant number one. What, is, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? And what's one fun fact about you? Uh, howdy, my name is uh, my name is Spencer. I'm from uh, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, a lot of city folk don't uh, you know a lot of city folk think that that means that I'm a southern piece of trash, but. Uh, uh, frankly, I think that's just wrong. You know, Richmond's a thriving city, and we are only—we only recently stopped being the murder capital of the United States. So I think so, I deserve some goddamn credit for that. But anyways, uh, I'm Spencer. You I'm stopped a, killing I'm a, people? Sorry. 
I, yeah, I did stop killing people, madam. Thank you. I, I hope you take that into consideration. But anyhow, I am Spencer. I am from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I am 23 years old, and after uh, after my young wife uh, 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 Bradley divorced me a couple years ago, I am looking for looking for a new uh, side piece to call my own. And uh, yeah, my likes include uh, the South, um, but not in that way. Um, and my dislikes include. Uh, um, Yankees, but not in that way either. You just turn. I guess our contestant just turned British or Boston, Bostonian there for the last second. Uh, no, I, I'm not from. I am not secretly from Boston. I okay. am not at all secretly from Boston. If you imply that I am secretly from Boston, I'll fucking kill you. Oh, I sorry. did not realize we were doing characters, <laughs> but this is gonna be a fun episode. Let's move on to contestant two, the big man from the middle of the Midwest. Give it up for your second contestant, contestant number two. What are your likes, dislikes, and what's one fun fact about you? Uh, hi, I'm Andy. They just, uh, they I just found I, me on the street. I guess we're just throwing everything out. <laughs> I thought we were just having a fun. Uh, look, is no, he, look, I no, I'm just, I'm just a doing. Character played by Maurice Lamarche. I guess we're just going off the rails. <laughs> no, this is, this is, uh, this is a very simple. <laughs> this is a very simple nerd voice. Uh, because I'm nerd, obviously. Look, you gotta have one for 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 shows like this to you know make you the other guys look better. And, and, but hey, maybe voice. I got a shot. I could have. But hey, hey you guys had fun. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. This is my normal voice. Right. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. That is, man. we've been doing this show for three years, and this is my my friend's uh, normal voice. I'm sorry about this contestant three. I was under very different assumptions as to what this episode would be. I thought I was the only one doing a voice. Well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I I I, I, I was, really I was assumed that, you my, that my <laughs> other two contestants were just gonna answer the questions like normal fucking human beings. Look, I would like to point out I was given very Literally, little time for this. I'm just working off what I got. For this. I was just going to ask you questions. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> Here we are. This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm the nerd. I'm Andy. My interests are nerd shit. You, you know what it is. You, 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 you've lived in, in the world for the past 20 years. You've seen Marvel movies. You know Should what nerd stuff this? is. I, mean, I don't know. Should we? I'm having fun. I had a, I had a great character play. Okay. If, you want, if, if we want to do this in character, we can do this in character. I'm just worried then that, like... Okay. I, I want it to feel like very, I want it to very, feel like a real game show, I, and I feel like very quick and important okay. note about shows like this. They don't say their names. Yeah, they definitely. That's a big part. Too. <laughs> they don't anonymous. say their names. They're literally. And so let's let's start it again. Okay. We're doing the characters, but let's yeah, let's not say the names, and I will not go on okay. to that hole. And that'll be that'll be what we throw okay, at the yeah. end. Okay. okay. Yeah, I get, I get. Yeah, sorry about this, Sam. All it's right. new, new countdown. Um, no, we can keep going unless someone stopped the recording. 